0: Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in earth, things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. Every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Come on, let's celebrate Jesus some more. He's worthy. He's <laughs> worthy. Yes, he is. Jesus is worthy. There's none like unto our God. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Glory. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Hallelujah. He is excellent, isn't he? Glory to God. No other name given among men whereby we must be saved, y'all. It's the only name, the only authority, the only power and purpose that's higher than any others, Jesus. Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Glory to God. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful today. Hallelujah. (laughs) We thank God. We thank God. Let's thank the choir again. Let's give them a hand, everybody. We're so grateful. We ask you to look in your Bibles with us to Matthew chapter 6. This is the Sermon on the Mount. It's in Ma- Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And Jesus is beginning early in his ministry, his earthly ministry. He's talking to the disciples and, and, um, and the crowds. And he talks about the Beatitudes. You should have this attitude. You know, when you're going through, this should be your attitude. When you're hungry, this should be your attitude. Hunger and thirst after righteousness, because you're going to be fulfilled. That kind of stuff. He talked about those things. Then he goes on and talks about the word. He says that you heard, you heard it this way, but I'm telling you this way. You know, one example is that you heard that you shouldn't commit adultery, but if you lust after somebody um, in your heart, you committed adultery already. He says, you, you heard that thou shalt not kill, but if you hate the person without a, a cause, you're, you're, you're guilty of that stuff. And he raised, the, he raised the standard of morality to not just your actions, but your thoughts and your motives. Okay? And that's what he's done. He's done that. You know, he raised that standard. He says, not just what you do on the outside, is what you do on the inside as well. You know, he he said things like, You've been told that you love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I'm telling you to love your enemy, which we find ridiculous, but it's the word of God and it's right. Love your enemy, do good to those that despise you, you know, be kind to those that treat you bad, you know. Don't 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 try to get some get back, you know, those kind of things. He raised that level, he raised the standard. Amen, and then he gets down to the religious stuff. In chapter six, he says, "Do not," no, he says, "Take heed that ye do not your alms before men, before people, to be seen of them; otherwise, you have your reward. You have no reward of your father which is in heaven. Alms is your giving, right? You, you give to the, you give to the church, you give to the poor." You give of your substance. That's your alms. And and people in, in ancient Israel and in the Old Testament saints, they gave alms regularly. Amen? <laughs> Amen. They gave alms regularly. Praise God. It wasn't a terrible thing for a man or a woman to be out begging. Because if they couldn't work for whatever reason, if they had an injury or they had an impairment which prevented them from working, their job was to go out and ask for stuff. Amen. Amen. And folks did not have an attitude with them like you do. When they stand outside the pharmacy, or they stand in the street, or they're in the the fast food line asking for something. Amen. Amen. Folks did not have an issue with them when they stood when that man stood at the, sat at the gate, beautiful, asking Peter and John for some money, they didn't have an attitude with them, they regularly gave to these people because they could not work. They did not have Social Security, did not have welfare, and those kind of things. Amen? And so he said, don't do it before men to be seen of men, because, you know, if I'm doing it just to show off, and so you can see how religious I am and how pious I am, that's my reward. My reward is you seeing me do it. And I rather you not see me do it, or I don't do it for your sake, but I do it so the Father can see me and give me His reward. I rather have His reward. Verse 2 Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound the trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do your alms, let not the left hand know what let not the left hand know what the right hand is doing, that thy arms may be in secret, and thy Father, talking about our Father in heaven, of course, which sees in secret shall reward thee openly. Also, I meant to mention that in the Beatitudes, Jesus introduced God as Father. He refers to God as not just his Father, but your Father, to the Father of the listeners, okay? And when you pray, Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, the word hypocrite means actors, not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you pray, enter into your closet. Your closet is the King James word for your bedroom. Okay? Now, there are some folks who don't mind going into a closet, closet, closet. All right? And if you want to test that out, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's, well, it depends on who you are. It could be a good experience because you shut everything out. And, and it's, it could be a little dark in there too, right? And you can sit in your closet and you can talk to the Lord and everything is shut out, man. And, um, well, just test it out and see. <laughs> but the word closet here it really means your bedchamber. Okay? In other words, go in your private spot where you're alone to pray. Yes. Amen. You don't have to go out in the street, you don't have to wait till you come to church to pray. You know, you don't you know you don't have to um show off your prayer. There's some people who could pray out loud and they could say some tremendous words and phrases and stuff like that. And I say, Wow, they could really do that. <laughs> but the Lord's not impressed with that. He's impressed with your faith. You just talk to him plainly. You just talk to him the way you feel. You cry, you fuss, you vent, you make your request known unto God, but you do it in faith, right? And you celebrate him, hopefully. Amen? But when you pray, you do it in secret. Here's what what Jesus is saying. Verse 6, when thou prayest, enter in thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door... (laughs) Pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which sees in secret shall reward thee openly. We got some prayer requests before the Lord. You do it in secret. Amen. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathens do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. They need to feel that way because they don't have a God that hears. But you have a God that hears, so you don't have to use a lot of repetition. Now, if you want to pray for the same thing over and over again, you do that. And don't let nobody say it's a lack of faith, because you got your request before the Lord, and you just keep praying. I bet you if you was in pain, you'd keep talking to him about the pain. (laughs) Right? You don't say, our Father, which art in heaven, take the pain away and just walk away from it. You're in pain, man. You're going to keep talking about the pain. Because you have his attention, so you do what you got to do. You got somebody you're concerned about, pray for them all the time. The word says pray without ceasing." actually, without stopping. Just keep on praying. Amen. So look what it says here. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathens do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knows what things you have need of before you ask. Now, the question is, if he knows, why do I have to ask? Because he wants you to ask. He wants you to participate. Right? He can just do what I know what she needs. I can just provide it for her. Like a good parent, the father is waiting for you to speak up and talk to him about it. Just like your mama, your daddy, your nana, they know what you need, right? They know what you want, but they want you to say so. They want you to have the experience—the experience that your prayer is being answered. They want you to have your joy fulfilled, amen. And that's what the Father wants. And after this manner, verse nine. Pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. In earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. This is the manner that Jesus taught us to pray. Now, you can repeat the Lord's Prayer, what people call the Lord's Prayer. You can repeat that. That's fine. But he wants you to pray in this manner. You know, acknowledging whom you're praying to. Who's your audience? God the Father. Not just God the Judge, <laughs> God God the Revenger, God your Father, your Holy Father. You have Father-Son relationship, Father-Daughter relationship. That's who you're praying to. And he's holy, right? And he has kingdom. His, He's the kingdom. He has a kingdom, and his kingdom is coming. We expect the kingdom of God in our life, right? righteousness joy and peace in the Holy Ghost that is the kingdom of God all right and his will we want his will. Now sometimes we really don't want his will we want our will all right but we have to get to a place where we desire his will and I you know I want I want his will to reflect my will, which is kind of selfish but it should be my will reflecting his will. Right, so so some of us struggle with that because this is what I want. I want X, Y, and Z, and the Lord wants A, B, C, and, and they're not the same. So I have to submit myself to his desires. Amen? Amen. And it doesn't come easy because I'm quite selfish and a little stubborn, right? So I have to submit myself to him, and I have to stand under his authority, and I need to say not my will but your will be done. Okay, that's what Jesus, Jesus had to say it. Come on now, if Jesus had to say it, you know we should. Okay, so that kind of thing. So we want his will. And we his, we want his daily provisions. You know, his, give us this day our daily, our daily provisions. It's a daily thing because I'm coming back tomorrow with the same kind of request. It's a daily provision. Now, I'm not asking for my weekly stuff. I may ask for that. But it's a daily thing, you know. So he provides for us. And I need forgiveness. Even though I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and got my ticket punched and all that stuff, I need forgiveness. Because I, tend to see, I have a tendency to make mistakes and errors and deliberately do wrong. And I also need to forgive. Because folk get on my nerve. And they provoke me, Michael. And I get offended by them. And I cannot afford to hold a grudge against these people and to stay angry with them. Amen. I cannot do that. Because I'm forgiven, I should forgive also. And because I want to be forgiven, I should forgive. You know, that kind of thing. You know, and, and, and so this is kind of stuff that Jesus is telling us to do, right? Because in, in the old system, you can get revenge. You can go after folk. But, but in our system, where we are in Christ, we're not allowed to do that. We are, cons- we are instructed to forgive. Amen. Now, while, while you're praying, think of somebody you need to forgive or somebody you need to seek forgiveness from. Amen. You know, we need to ask forgiveness and we need to offer forgiveness. Amen. Amen. We need to be gracious. We need to give folk what they don't deserve. I want to give them what they do deserve, Pastor. They deserve a beat down. and that's what I want. To, I want to, I want to see them. I want to see it happen. No, man, that's not what. That's not how we ought to pray. Vengeance is mine; I will repay. Save the Lord. All right, you let him take care of that stuff. He's a, he's better at it than any of us. Yeah, Pastor, but he take too long. <laughs> I feel you, (laughs) but you gotta wait on the Lord, and you gotta be praying for that individual. It's better that that individual get converted and saved than for you to have your your um good your revenge. Let's put it that way. And so we have to forgive. We have to seek forgiveness, and we have to lead us not. He says, lead us not to temptation. Now God doesn't tempt us, and He doesn't lead us into temptation. But Jesus wants us to be aware that the tempter is there and the Lord is there to help us. But deliver us from me. The Lord will deliver us from evil and trouble and temptation and all those things. He is there to deliver us. You do not go through anything by yourself. Right? And his is, the kingdom is his, the power is his, the glory is his. And you agree to that and you said amen. 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 And so that kind of thing. And then Jesus goes on and talks about why we need to forgive. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Will forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen. Now, Jesus died for your sins, y'all. Why are you going to pay for your sin when Jesus already paid for it? It's better to seek forgiveness and give forgiveness than for you to have to suffer the consequences of your bad behavior. There are some consequences anyway, but remember, you have to give forgiveness. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast verily. That means truly, I say unto you, they had their reward. So when you're on a fast, when you're fasting, when you're turning your plate down and when you're doing it for a spiritual reason, right? Right. Don't 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 appear to fast. You need to look normal. Okay. Don't walk around with your stomach growling and stuff. You know, you, know you, you do it in secret. It's private. Okay? It's a private thing. Don't be like the hypocrites, you know, because they wa- they're showing off. Some people do stuff to show off, y'all. They do what seems to be spiritual so they could be in there in the flesh doing something spiritual. Right? And what happens is, but lay up for you. Uh, where am I? Uh, but. Here we go. But thou, when thou fast, anoint your head. You know what anoint your head means? It means put some lotion on your face. That's what that means. It doesn't mean get the olive oil and do all that. It means grease your face. When I was a kid, we greased our face, especially in the wintertime. That's where I get some petroleum jelly. Put, put that oil on your skin so you won't be looking all dry and chapped. Ooh, there's this child I see almost every day, and I just want to take a, a glob of Vaseline and just rub it on his face. So you ashy boy. You, and the lips all cracked up. And I, I, I ooh, it, take, it, it takes everything in me not to say something to him. If I see him again, I'm going to send him to the nurse. Because it, it bothers me, man. So, oh, I just want to just, here, here, take that Give some chapstick. Or maybe I'll give out chapstick to students. So, give it, give everybody one so a little brother won't know I'm ta- picking on them. <laughs> Anyhow. But but the idea is that, you, you know, you, you wash yourself, okay, you do your hair, you well-groomed, you be well-groomed, and you lotion your face so you won't be all dry and chapped looking, okay? That's the idea, because don't, you don't want to give it away. And while we're talking about face and being dry and chapped, you brush your teeth, you goggle. You don't want to have a stinky, dry mouth, especially if you have to talk to people. You hear what I'm saying, right? Amen. You know, and th- th- that, 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 um, that mop wash tastes pretty good when you're fasting too, boy. <laughs> <laughs> look what it says here. Look what it says. All uh, right, let me read verse 17. But thou, when thou fast, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father which sees in secret shall reward thee openly. So what's the key? The key is that you do this stuff privately Amen. and your father who sees you in private because nothing's here from him, right, will give you an open reward. All right. That's, right, right? That's the thing. You know, so so what you do, y- this is our. may be considered a religious practice or a spiritual practice or our act of worship. We do these things. Remember last week we talked about I don't know if we talked about it or not. Um, um, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service, right? Yeah. And be um, be not conformed to the world, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. This will help us renew our mind. This will help us reboot our spiritual mind to do these things, right? And we do it in secret so the Lord who sees in secret rewards us openly. Okay? All right. And so that's the idea of this. Okay? And and then he goes on and talks about money, okay, and service and things like that, which we're not going to do at this time, but we will get to it. So the idea is that your your alms, your prayer, your fasting, or whatever you're doing for the Lord um, is not necessarily public. Like this here is public, right? Okay. Now, if someone's in the house fasting right now, it's none of the rest of our business, Okay. And hopefully they do it in such a way that they do not appear to be fasting. Okay? And remember, um it's it's important to to pray, it's important to give, it's Im- it's important to to fast. It's it should be a regular thing that we do. These things should be regular things. Now, if you like me, you don't really like to fast. But you got force yourself to do it. Yes, All right? You have to get into the practice of doing it, you know. And if you're a beginner, you do a little bit at a time. Amen? You do a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time, you know. And so, so we need these practices, all right, so we could, we could maintain our, our spiritual insight. It's amazing. While you're praying, like if you're fasting, while you're praying and fasting, it's, you'll be amazed at the stuff that the Lord will remind you of. You know, you know, stuff will come back to you. People you need to talk to, somebody you need to apologize to, somebody you need to see how they're doing, you need to be concerned about. He'll, he'll, he'll bring it to you. He'll come to you, especially if you're praying for people. If you're praying for people, the Lord will let you give some insight into the person you're praying for. Now, he's not going to necessarily reveal all their business and give you a word of knowledge for them, not necessarily. But he'll let you know, you better pray for him now. It's a good time to pray for Wayne, you know, stuff like that. The Lord will do that for you. It will just come to you. It will come to you, right? And so that's why we want to practice this stuff. Remember, there was a guy that had um, the son. Remember we talked about the son that, that, that couldn't be healed, right? He said, "I brought I, the father said, I brought him to your disciples, and they couldn't do anything with him, right? And Jesus, you know, he, um, he, he rebuked them for their lack of faith. And when the apostles came to him and said, why couldn't we heal him? And he said, this kind comes only out by prayer and fasting. Now, we, we trust God, we believe God, but there's some things that require a fast to be spiritually built up to, to have the faith to perform the thing, for God to perform the thing that he wants to perform in us. Amen? Amen. And so that's why we do these things. Praying and alms, we do all the time. Fasting, we need to do more often. Well, not everybody, but probably most of us. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. We need to do that more often so we can stay built up in the spirit. And as we mentioned before, if you're fasting, you need to take the time out to do something else um to, to read, to study, to um to pray. Do something, right? Don't just um don't just nap. Amen. Which is my thing. Amen. So I'm not having lunch, so I might as well take a nap. <laughs> no, no. No man. Read something. Read your Bible. Pray about something. Do do some writing. Do some journaling. Something. Amen? 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 This way, this way you make good use of that time. You make good use of that time, you know. And so, you know, sometimes when we're out of fast, we do stuff and we say, I'm going to bed extra early. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I've been there, done that. that this is boring. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. Do something with yourself. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Do something with yourself. Praise God. And Jesus wants us to conduct ourselves in such a way. All right? Because we need that. Now, in the Old Testament, if they had bad news, if they grieved, they were fast. Right? And we're not trying to do that. We're not trying to do sackcloth and ashes and rent our clothes and those kind of things. I mean, the rent means to tear. Tear your garments, stuff like that. We're not doing that. Amen? But even when, when people are bereaved, I try to talk them into eating. I say, at least stay hydrated. You know, we've got a lot of crying to do. You need to stay hydrated. You know, I try to talk folks into eating while they're going through their bereavement. You know, because they don't have an appetite. They don't feel like eating right now. But you try to get them to take something in, put something in their body, you know, and you know that kind of thing. So, because they need the energy, they need the energy, and even when you're excited and happy, you need to put something in your body too. Then, amen. And in general, I always talk about staying hydrated and drinking water. I need to drink more water myself. You know, staying hydrated in the summertime, in the wintertime, all the time. You gotta stay hydrated, no matter what you're doing. Amen. That, that's enough for right now, cause we could talk about the uh, we could talk about the treasures and the money and what you do with your money. Uh, we'll do we'll we'll go into some of that, amen. amen. But while you do your alms, while you give, while you pray, and while you fast, it's nobody's business. Okay. We don't walk up to the offering table like this, you know, waving our dollar <laughs> bills, you know. No, we're not we're not doing that. Okay? Put that dollar or that or that hundred dollar or that thousand dollar in an envelope and walk up here like the next guy and the next gal, and no one needs to know what you're giving. Of course the trustees are gonna know and I'm gonna take a look too. But it's it's still private. Amen? Amen? It's still private. And you're praying, you're praying, you know, and if you have a prayer partner you share with your prayer partner, that's fine. You got one of those, that's fine. But the whole world doesn't need to know what your prayer request is. Amen. Amen. And when you fast, you do it in private, in secret. God who sees in secret rewards you openly. I'd rather have his open reward than to have the applause of people. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's stand together. And saints, if you do this stuff, watch what happens you're going to have something on your mind, and you may not even prayed about it, and the Lord could show up with it. Amen. Oh, wow, I was just thinking about that. And there it was, you know? That kind of thing. You could have that experience. I'm not guaranteeing it, but you could have that experience. Because he, ha- he knows what you have need of. And we want to become seekers of God, and we want to be biblical people. Amen. Amen. We're already called peculiar people. and We are peculiar. Amen. And so we want to do that. We want to be biblical. We want to seek the Lord. Not just seek his hands and his pockets. Right. But seek his face and his heart, his mind. And what would you have me to do? That's a scary question sometimes, y'all. But be brave and ask God. What do you want me to do? And sometimes you know the answer before you finish the sentence. It's just a matter of getting off yourself and doing what the Lord wants you to do. Amen? Amen. Now, if you're here today and you're not sure, we want everybody to be sure. We want you to be secure. We want you to know that you are saved, that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, that the Father is your Father. And you have right standing with him. Amen? Amen? No matter what your background is, you have right standing with God. We want you to be sure of it. If you're not sure of it, we want you to be sure, and you be sure by asking the Lord into your life. If you have issues, if you think you have unforgiven sin or something that needs forgiveness, you just ask for it. You know, the Bible says we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It really means if we confess our sin nature, He's faithful, and it's His faith. He's faithful, and it's His righteous judgment to forgive you. You junkie, you whore, you thief, you murderer, liar. It's His righteous judgment to forgive you when you ask for it. No matter what you are, what you've done, forgive me. I mean, call your names. No matter what you have done, it's His righteous judgment to forgive you when you ask for it, amen, and so we want you to ask for it, if you don't have it, ask for it, mm-hmm. if you're not saved today, we want you to ask for it, it's yours, just for the asking, Jesus did all the work, if you're not sure, we want you to ask for it, so you can be sure, amen, mm-hmm. and with the Walter's open too, so we can pray with you if you'd like to.